Hello, 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 and welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name, folks, is Katie Stoll. Citation needed and received. Hi, Katie Stoll. I'm Cody Johnston. No guests today, just our wonderful, special, fabulous, beautiful uh, producer, Jonathan. Oh, so many adjectives for me. You're not a guest. You you just the adjectivable Jonathan. Hello. The very ad- adjectivable. Happy to be here. Always talking. Always Good, be that's talking. What we do. That's our new slogan. We always be talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, holidays. It's a holiday. Did you know that today and tomorrow and every day is a every holiday? Day. We cannot escape. That every day is time Why would we want for to? celebration. And today, Thursday, April 14th, is National Ex-Spouse Day. This day encourages people to come to terms with their divorce and forgive their ex-spouses. I don't know if you have to do that, guys. I don't. I, mm. I, I appreciate being on good terms with your ex. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you you have to forgive them for what they did to you. Mm. Sure. Uh, live your life uh, how you wish. Uh, I feel like maybe this is more about uh, less like forgiving for like specific actions, but more like forgiving in a sort of uh, like moving on sense, like forgive them in your mind then you can find peace and move on and sort of forget those those times. Um, OK, that's fair. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Do I haven't need... read much about the day. I kind of feel like that's every day for people that are getting out of relationships. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Um... You know. But... but today on this one day, forgive them. Send them a card. And then Friday, April 15th, National Gripers Day. Mm. These, these are fun. Um, it's also actually That Sucks Day. I feel like these go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. I included National Gripers Day because of this little history which you know yeah, is from a website which it may not be real it's just well this is what we call lore yes this is the this is the national gripers day lore uh national gripers day was created in 1984 by jack gilbert a freelance writer from columbus ohio in an Good effort to, to give the disgruntled disappointed and depressed a new audience he thought the creation of the day would help encourage and bring back old-time personal communication and get people to feeling like people again and not afraid of high technology and computers and all that stuff. He sure sounds like someone that's got a gripe to register. Yeah, it seemed like I like that description because it doesn't seem to have anything to do with complaining. No. Uh, at no, all. it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. Someone had to um, edit this nicer. I mean, it sounds like a, a nice, thoughtful man. Uh, yeah. Who wants people to like talk to each other and get along? Not people who want to. If you if you really wanted a Griper's Day, he'd be like, I I want to have like a new communication uh, system that is uh, with computers, and you can sort of distance yourself from the human being and uh, treat everybody like shit online every day. That's like. But what? this was created in 1984. I know. Yeah, he did he seem a little good. Old uh, Jack Gilbert knew what was coming. Yeah, he did seem prescient enough to know that like computers were not going to help us uh, communicate better at all. I just love computers and all that stuff. Oh, Jack Gilbert. He's probably dead by now. <laughs> mm. He could have created it when he was 22. He doesn't sound like a 22-year-old plight, but maybe. Are you looking up, Cody? Yes. Cody's got that look on his face that he's Googling the... the um. The heck out of Jack Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's from Columbus, Ohio, Cody. Is he I not a, man, a local legend? No. <laughs> I wonder if he went to Larry's. Um, he is, uh, I believe he's dead. Aww. Uh, if... Well, something to gripe about. Okay. Well, this seems like some the right time to move on <laughs> from this. Normally, we'd be chit-chatting with our guests, but uh, it's just us here. How are you doing, my friends? Oh, so good and fine. Yeah? I'm, you know, I'm fine. Feeling energetic. I'm good. Um, <laughs> working out more lately, so I feel my sleep, my sleep is better. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> no, tell us your details. Like, what are your stats? How much are you benching? Um, oh, I can't can tell you Can you do that. your sprint in five seconds? I'm kidding. I don't want that. I don't like, think what anybody do you do? wants like, you to do that. You get up and run. You do the. Um, I run a little bit, but I'm doing like a one of, like a program like where I 
uh, watch videos and do them for uh, I am a half hour so, or so proud of you, Cody. When you've told yeah. me you've been working out, Cody's been telling me he's been working out, and I've been telling him I'm proud of him, which I was. But I thought you meant doing the thing that you always do when you tell me you're working out, which is like mm. occasionally doing some push-ups and sit-ups and making sure to go. Oh for a yeah, walk, which no. is all really nice. That's great, but I didn't. No, that's that you fake. Actually, out. going out of your way to do a course, a program where there's a video of somebody telling you how to work out. Oh, yeah, they tell me exactly what to do, and I hate them. I hate them so much. Um, but you I, I'm show up. Oh, yeah, I show up every day uh, and do it every day, <laughs> and uh, feel it feels I, great. We could make a video series of this. And you it's very scheduled. film yourself doing uh, this. I will not, but I do think uh, it has led me to a few opinions, actually. One is that um, I'm surprised that more, uh, like, trainers and people who do um, – like lead these sort of programs aren't mm -hmm. like murdered more regularly. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate, I hate don't put that idea into the uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Don't, don't really do anything bad. Um, but I hate him so much. Uh, he's always telling me it's the last set, and he's always lying. Well, maybe you shouldn't be uh, doing this program. Maybe there's a different. There are so many. No, trainers it's, it's good and it's helpful and, and it's what's great. the program you're doing? Um, I, we don't need to get. I'm not sharing my life with people. Just tell me, um, and we'll bleep it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. Tell me and bleep it. Tell me and bleep it. No, I don't trust that it will be bleeped. Okay, cut all this. <laughs> Wait, because he won't tell you, you're going to cut the whole segment? No, no, no. Just me uh, harassing uh, him. Okay. <laughs> oh, the, okay. At least you're calling it what it is, which is I harassment. thought you were, I, yeah, I thought you were like spitefully going to cut the whole. It's mm. a friend wanting to know what program you're doing mm. because I like these things. I understand that, but you can know. <laughs> Put it in the chat. Um, I'll to, put it in the chat. Just to her, if you don't. Want uh, I've texted. I've also, also, Katie, I've texted you um, this information and shared a photo of the schedule. No, you so, haven't. Yes, I have. That's such bullshit. Mm. You haven't shared me a photo of your schedule. I promise you, I did. Mm -hmm. I think we need to simmer down here. Mm -mm. Cody's gonna try to put me on blast, but if you I did. did, I don't remember it. It's right there. I don't believe I. I've never seen that. So it's in. It it's in your text. Through. I'm showing it to you right now. I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. I. This is not good podcasting. Well, I, we're gonna cut uh, a lot of it, but I think this is great. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, obviously, I'm riveted, but I'm seeing all photos. That photo is not in my photos. I'm going through everything we've shared, and it is not here. And it's in oh mine. man, so many cute memories of us. Oh. But it's not. That's because you've got a stupid Android and half of our texts don't go through. Uh, anyway, yeah. this has been fun. Cody's Look, I think the out. important thing is that my second thought from all the working out is that I want to see more workout videos and series of videos with like, here's like your fucking 90 day thing, or your 30, 30 day thing, whatever it is. I think that they should have them be made. And I think everybody in the background, because you, know, you have the background people who are like, here, they're demonstrating the what you're supposed to be doing. And here's like how you can modify whatever. There are like people there to do it as well. And I think that uh, they should make more workout video series with all of those people being people who have not worked out in years. Sure. Um, I want to see them struggling. I want to see people throwing up in the background. I want to see, I want to see the person leading uh, the workouts do really well, and then hearing people in the background go, "Oh, fuck you!" I want to hear. I want to see. Like, I have a question. Do you want this as a comedy video, or do you want just a realistic workout video that actually reflects? Oh well, if it was, I mean, if we were still working at like crack .com, this is what bleep you that. Um, if we were, uh, then I would pitch this as a video. Um, but now I just want to see it for real. I want to see like a real trainer just get like eight people who uh, like eat horribly and. You just need to go work out with people in person. No, 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 no. I need to see it. Like, go to a class, a workout class. Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing great. I was. This it reminded me what Cody was saying. My wife and I were watching an episode of uh, The Office U.S. Uh, mm -hmm. recently, and it's uh, I can't remember exactly what happens, but uh, Michael says if anyone do, can do 25 push-ups, they can go home for the day, mm -hmm. and like no one can do it. Stanley like. Uh, Stanley's the only one Stanley, there. yeah because he wanted to leave so right he really wanted to leave and I was in my head I was like they should have made that more because I was like 25 push-ups that's easy to do and I was <laughs> like that's it 25 push-ups why they do that and my wife was like you do 25 push-ups <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like 
Sure. And I used to work out and I do not anymore. I was going to try to find a better way to say it, but I do not. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I can do it. And I did. I did do it. But it was a little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I thought around 21, 22 of stopping. But I was like, you can, you you can, can do it. You can it. do it. You, you got to power and, and through. Push-ups are fucking hard, man. And it did make me feel back. like it did make me feel uh, better for a moment. And then I thought, I bet if I did this every day, it wouldn't be so hard after a, a week I'd or two. I'd probably be pretty easy. Oh, yeah. And I haven't done a push-up since. <laughs> but uh, uh, Feels good, I, though. Yeah. I did think about it. When you so do it, you accomplish good. it. Makes, as long it's as it nice makes you think about it. to remember that our yeah. bodies work sometimes, mm. occasionally. I will say one, uh, one bad side effect is that uh, I'm getting up earlier because, like, you know, more energy, better sleep and those sort of things. But... I also still go to bed really late. Yeah, it's so like your problem. It's like it's like the good like the last half is like a really good adjustment and helps and then the first half is like, you but you're to, still you, have you to gotta stop you doing gotta stop doing revenge the first part. bed bedroom punishment to yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Or whatever it is, protest. What it's called is it called a thing. Revenge is bedtime it? protest or pun- you can look it, it up. It sounds um, made up. I mean, I don't know. Uh, although technically everything media. is made up. So But it it exactly. But basically the idea uh, the way we lock into in our evening free time, like, no, I just, even if I'm not, if I'm tired, I'm staying up and we're in that habit of it because our lives are so busy and we're doing so much during the day that that's our time for peace. And it's like, finally I can unwind and you don't want to go to bed and wake up and have it be over. (laughs) You're like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, this is the time that I've been working towards. Speaking of working towards something, it is time for a quick break. Look at me calling out the break this week. And when we get back, we'll talk about some... News? News. Uh. Hey there, folks. It's me, Katie Stoll. And if there's one thing I simply cannot do without, it's my cell phone. Yes, I'm always on it for my second job, setting up, um, let's just call them wager games involving, let's see, uh, enclosed combat between, no, let's just call them pre-adult humanoids. And so while what I do is totally legal in several countries, I certainly don't want my phone carrier getting their grubby little hands on my information. And that's why I use ExpressVPN. They are an app that prevents your phone carrier from seeing the sites you visit and selling your info to third parties. With ExpressVPN, all it takes is one tap of a button and all of your data gets rerouted through their secure servers for ultimate privacy. It's so easy, a toddler padded in armor could do it. It doesn't matter if you're using an iPhone or an Android or a tablet. Their app works on all your devices and will help you stay private even while using your favorite apps. Like a horse gambling app you've coded to bet on um, horses. Yeah, that's it, horses. So give it a shot. Go to expressvpn.com slash more news to take back your online privacy today and get three extra months free that's expressvpn.com slash more news expressvpn.com slash more news hello my beautiful ponies you know when i'm feeling anxious i like to unwind by hanging upside down by my ankles and listening to bluegrass music i call it banjo inversion therapy and i'm currently writing a book about its success but i owe a lot of my success to raycon earbuds they're not only the best way to bring audio with you on the go but thanks to their optimized gel tips they won't budge from your skull no matter how long you dangle your body from the ceiling of your apartment plus they look feel and sound great scared that someone will walk in on you hanging upside down and slap the back of your knees? I know I am. So thank goodness that Raycon's earbuds come with an awareness mode that lets me know if someone is sneaking up on me. Plus, they offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life to ensure that you stay upside down for as long as you want. They feel great, look fantastic, and offer amazing sound for half the price of other premium audio brands. And right now, our listeners and viewers can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash some news. That is buyraycon dot com slash some news to save 15% on Raycons. Hang your troubles upside down and let the bliss rush to your head by going to buyraycon.com slash some news. We're back from that break for some news. I hope you're all nice and broke and braked. Braked. Breaks, you're full of breaks. Break, you're braked up. You're revved up. You're set for news. Yeah. You're fed for news. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of news this week, and our first two topics 
have a lot of um, details, just some updates that we're going to get through. And then we're going to talk about some other stuff and it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. There's a lot of violence in this episode. Oh, um, I'm like stalling getting started. We're going to start off talking about the Brooklyn subway shooting and a little update. I am sure you all know what happened. Um, I don't need to apprise you of the situation. But here are, uh, here's the latest. Um, yes, the suspect has been apprehended. His name is Frank R. James. He's 62 years old. And yes, he has posted a bunch of YouTube videos um, where he talked about race, violence uh, against Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, Ian House, he is a black man. He expressed bigoted views towards black people, sexist views, misogynistic views. I mean, I'm just going to say the thing we're all thinking. I mean, yes, he was he was caught. He was arrested. He was arrested following a tip from a 21 year old man named Zach. <laughs> well, also, apparently he called. He called the tip line himself. Right. Zach uh, and left him. a credit like somebody left a credit card. Well, yeah, he, he left his own credit card at this crime scene. Yeah, it seemed I don't know. His backpack and, and it regardless, what I'm trying to say is this man was at large for over 24 hours and um, this incident happened after Eric Adams had already added, I don't know, hundreds more cops to subway stations. All of the surveillance video cameras of the subway were broken and didn't didn't catch him, which is just unfathomable, unfathomable. That they have all this money and all these resources and they still behave like clowns. And so this man evades the police for more than 24 hours and apparently calls himself in. And yes, he was this guy, Zach, you know, uh, saw him walking by and he flagged down um, a cop or whatever. And Like, also, there was another story of this other disgruntled bodega owner who apparently is irritated that Zach is social media famous. He was like, well, I saw him. I saw him, but I didn't want to just call the cops. So in case it wasn't the right guy. Mm. But then I flagged down a cop and I was like, he went that way. It is wild to see this play out and to watch the guy. And the cops are incapable of of catching him. Oh, no. Didn't you see uh, Mayor tweeted what a great job they did? And what a thank, great job they yeah, did. Yeah, thank our thank our boys in blue for all the all the hard work apprehending this guy who left his credit card and called them. I mean, I imagine him thinking he wanted to get caught and uh and they just weren't catching him, so he had to call himself in. Yeah. Congratulating like the police on doing like, such a great job here is like one of those um action movies. Where like that the action hero saves the day, but only after there's been just like so much wanton destruction and civilian deaths. And it's like, oh, they didn't really do anything at all. Well, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But this makes me think of this video of some cops mistakenly arresting the wrong people yes. while yeah, 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 the yeah. Uh, the real criminal is literally getting yeah, away. Yeah, they're harassing And it's like a Charlie people. Chaplin yeah. movie. Yeah. And it's like chaos. Like whoop, 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 whoop. And that's what this is to me. It's them stepping on rakes yeah and even in that video there's like they're pointing like no they're over there <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Um, it's like nonsense did we play um, charlie chaplin music underneath that i don't know or maybe <laughs> yakking sacks we um, going yeah Anywho. i think we i think we wanted to um i forget so long ago time is meaningless do we have the um, rights to yakety sacks uh, for that? Is, that, is that fair use at this point i think we i think we might have done like a, a generic version a uh, a royalty free yakety sacks it's Frustrating because like it is well. First of all, it makes me. Th- it also makes me think of that um that snowman meme from that movie, The Snowman. Mister Police, you could have saved her. I gave you all the clues, but whatever. Um, because it's like it's silly and it's uh it's ridiculous and it's absurd uh how this all went down. But it's also like pretty disgusting to see like the disconnect between like what they like what the NYPD like what they think they do, what they think they're there for, and what they actually do. Um, they didn't do anything uh, while this was going on. Uh, the their counterterrorism they didn't unit was stop it. Yeah, despite being literally all over the place, all over the place. There. They didn't stop it. Uh, they didn't stop it. They didn't find the guy. They got him through no fault of their own. And but like during all of this, their counterterrorism terrorism unit was harassing homeless people. Like that's what they spend right. their time on. All the all the cops on the subway are just there to harass vendors 
and bust people for jumping the turnstile. Um, yep. It's like, it's ridiculous. And, and what and, this will do is generate more momentum for more of that. Because what you see happening, you know, everyone's, we have a great a, a video coming out next week that's all about the fear of crime in politics and how it gets weaponized. And meanwhile, people completely missing the point. Anyway, what this will have inevitably get this gets lumped into is, you know, an attack on defund the police or however you want to, whatever you want to call defund the police. It's it's distracting from these actual issues and they're not doing it. They're not doing the thing that they say they're going to do. We're wasting our money. And in fact, they're actively making things worse for 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 certain communities, all communities. Yeah. Um, and they're just going to keep getting more money and get, have, continue to have a budget more than like most militaries. It's ridiculous, John. I think one of the most frustrating things is like, like, of course, this group of people couldn't stop this violent act because like no group of unless we like have a complete sci-fi surveillance state or sure. something that's being actively monitored but like that's why this happens when it's like okay the crime happened we need to hire more police that's the only answer and then there's police around everywhere and they're like well what i have to do my job what am i going to do all day i have things to do well it's yeah it's easier to harass vendors and find and sweep homeless people and they've got quotas to make and it's about income yeah we have to seriously like change our expectations of like we could hire a group of people that could stop every crime which is mm -hmm. not a thing that happens or will be done because what is the source of a different crime what we're looking at here and a, a big increase in in violent crime um since 2020 okay well what actually is happening here and it's not about liberal cities versus conservative cities it's about people being distressed. It's about people not having resources. It's about people not having access to mental health facilities and treatment. And I know that this man has been in mental health treatment and facilities, but we're talking about a whole climate that people have to navigate and and by themselves. And they are angry and broken. And yes, there's a lot more violent crime. So just adding more of the things that have exacerbated the fucking problem isn't going to fix it. It's just going to exacerbate it and waste our money while we're sitting here on our thumbs, like twiddling our thumbs, not doing or having the actual conversations that need to happen. Yeah. And I don't know what this person specifically his life story is, but I bet there are any number of different ways his life could have gone. Well, so wasn't the FBI like tipped off on this guy before? And then, and then like, there's that. They then just there's like that. What are you go. doing? But yeah, and also like the, I mean, even the like uptick in violent crime, it's just the past couple of years, and it's not like it's higher than like right. violent crime has been in the like, past in, in, in the nineties and things like right. that. And like we even talk about like sort of John's what you were talking about, like more cops can deter uh, some vi some crimes. Because you're not going to do certain crimes in front of a police officer. But then it leads to more arrests for things like drug offenses and like nonviolent crimes, which puts people in prison and like uh, like starts up that cycle. So like there's it's just yeah, like you're saying, like this ex expectation that we're just going to if you just pump more in, it's going to stop. It's going to stop the crimes. Um, well, right. There's this idea what of do we what even consider crimes? presence does right like there's like the one or two studies that are like oh police presence in a neighborhood lowers violent crime because of their presence like okay fine but when you put like actual human beings who are imbued with like a lot of power right it like shoots up violence uh, against people in those communities shoots up low-level arrests and then you have to like look at the more harm than good question and right. if there are better ways to address the violent crime that's happening and of of course there is because of course there things are, yeah. like guns and poverty and like the things that actually are causing yeah the things crime. that has, have led to this uh, like this particular uptick obviously like probably the pandemic related i don't know i'm just you know a person who's been aware there's a global pandemic the past like three years look i'm, um, I'm even loath to like mention that but they people use that as a reason to justify more police spending well yeah let's talk about why there's more gun violence Let's talk about it. What's going on in people's lives lately that uh, it's stressful? Have a lot of people bought guns over the past couple of years? Yes. What leads um, to more gun violence? Is it more guns? Maybe? And while we're talking about gun violence, because yes, guys, there have we don't we just couldn't possibly talk about it every every week because it would be the entire episode every week. 
But there are so much gun violence just this year. We're in April. There was the Sacramento shooting last week that that was appears to be gang related. There were five different shooters there. So many different um, mass shootings. But here are some facts in in the United States in 2022 so far. There have been more than 4,500 gun deaths and 8,300 gun injuries in the U.S. this year, Um, including Tuesday. There have now been 131 mass shootings in Mm. four less than four months. And then when we're talking about it, we should just talk about the fact that, you know, a high, high, high um, percent, like all of the the mass shootings and the violence, that's the high profile. But people are far more likely to die from gun violence within their home, from suicide, from domestic abuse, kids accidentally shooting themselves. Mm -hmm. We're the only country that does this. Yeah, it's the presence of... The presence of guns. Well, most yeah, least that's the top this. correlation. Pa- early pandemic, tons more people buy guns. Gun violence goes up. It's just toddlers yeah. are shooting each other. You know? Yeah, more like, guns in the home, more like all this stuff. Yeah. More, yeah, more depression, more access to guns. Then what does that lead to? Nearly half, this is Jonathan, you included this, nearly half of female gun homicide victims were killed by a current or former partner. And while we are on this topic, before we take a break... I would like to mention uh, Patrick Leoya, um, uh, a black man, a few weeks ago uh, was shot by a police officer in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, a video has been released of his shooting on Wednesday. There's also a cell phone video um, showing an, an unnamed cop on top of Leola telling him to drop the taser before he pulls out his gun and shoots him in the back of the head. I don't even know what to say right now. This is developing, but I want to say Patrick's name and I want to acknowledge that this happened. We will, of course, talk about this more as more information is released. But in the mean, in, it's just, of course, of course, this is continuing to happen in the backdrop of everything else that we've been talking about. This continues to happen and it gets overshadowed. It's horrifying. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's horrific. I, uh, I mean, I will not be watching the video. I, no, no, uh, no. I I didn't watch the footage that or if there was body cam footage release I didn't watch it I didn't think the cell phone video would show as much as it did so I watched it I, I'm regretting doing that but Just reading that out loud maybe I'm feeling no emotional that's that's what happens the cop is on top of him and he says like does like drop the taser drop the taser but from the video I watched it looks like he is immobile on the ground. The cop is like struggling with him and he pulls out his gun and he shoots him in the back of the head. Again, not that we would have needed to see That's that what the to know what are happened. Doing to, I mean, this is what we, we call a war crime in battle, you know, like <laughs> a civilian. Anyway, it's it's really upsetting. Yeah. And it's just there's so much going on. So it's like, and it gets you know, lost. there's not going to right. It, it, it feels unlikely to galvanize the same kind of attention. I want to, to read this thing that I saw. I shared with Cody today. I saw it on Instagram, but it's a Washington Post article. It was around 11 p.m. on April 4th on a residential street in Santa Ana, California, and Disney songs pla- blared from a police cruiser, according to a YouTube video and a news report. Police had been investigating a stolen vehicle, an officer explains in the video, but after Umpoco Loco from Disney's 2017 movie Coco started blasting through the neighborhood, residents began asking questions. Basically, what they're doing and what lots of cops are doing is blaring copyrighted music during a police stop and activity investigation so that when people film them, they can't let it. It won't go viral because there's copyrighted music that'll strike it down. And it's a whole it's happening across Mm -hmm. the country. Yeah, they tried doing that with uh, Taylor Swift during Mm -hmm. uh, summer 2020, I think. Um, Yeah, it's definitely a a tactic they're all aware of and they, they try to use. Record them anyway. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back for even more news. I'm a real nester. I like to nest. Some days, I'll take every blanket I own and just jam it under my bed and get all up in there. Won't come out for days, eating bread in my nest, hissing at strangers, and so I require only the finest of nesting, which is why I enjoy Brooklinen. They offer luxury hotel-level home essentials at reasonable prices. Along with their cozy bedding, you can get robes and loungewear and even eye masks for your precious little skull orbs. They're always launching new products and limited edition collections so you can really 
really spice up your own nest. Get the rest you want with not only all of the things I mentioned, but t-shirts and tank tops and sweatshirts as well. It's comfy and warm and silky, and you can fit so much into your special nest. And for Mother's Day, Brooklinen is offering a special bundle that will save you up to 15%. Give mom the nest she deserves with cozy bedding products. And right now you can go to brooklinen.com and use promo code MORENEWS to get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code MORENEWS for $20 off. Brooklinen, the curators of comfort for the most sophisticated of nests. Practicing for later. Hey, Katie here. You know, crabs have existed on this earth for over a hundred years now. We'll never really know when they decide to rise up against us. For that reason, it is good to stay in shape for the upcoming war between humans and crabs. You know the one. And one way I like to stay healthy is by drinking AG1 by Athletic Greens. In just a single delicious green drink, you can get all your daily vitamins in a single serving. Don't have time to eat? Well, perhaps you're living in a series of bunkers due to the crab invasion. Well, AG1 is the drink for you. Watch as I hold it with my non-claw hands and consume the drink so to prove my humanity. Mmm, it's good. Tastes like a delicious, refreshing tree, the natural enemy of the crab. Just one tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, all to aid with gut health and digestion and fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. It supports any lifestyle like keto or vegan or gluten-free and has only one gram of sugar. So forget your usual pills and give AG1 a try. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash more news today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash more news to take control of your health and win the crab war once and for all. And we are back as promised for even more news. For the first time, Joe Biden has referred to what is going on in Ukraine as a genocide. And it's hard to deny that, uh, seeing what's happening. An unknown number of people have been killed in the Kiev suburb of Bucha. Russian soldiers have reportedly been shooting civilians on site, you know, bodies bound and people tortured and raped, just bodies left in the street. The killing of more than 10,000 civilians in Mariupol. The, the bombing campaign has gone on for weeks, targeting of civilian locations and, and like schools and hospitals, reports of chemical weapons attacks that have yet to be verified. But if it hasn't happened, it's certainly a possibility uh, based on and what we've been hearing. You know, the rhetoric in Russia has, is certainly really alarming from state news and the way they're portraying this at this point. They are, I mean, they're bringing people back and, and if they are not willing to do fealty to Russia, they are creating camps. They've literally called them concentration camps on their, their television. Their goal is to re-educate. They have laid out plans that they think it would take 30 years to unindoctrinate Ukrainians. It's really scary. It's really, really fucking scary. But what can we do? <laughs> the, so earlier today, um, it looked like, or at least the New York Times was reporting on this, that the European Union appears ready to like move forward and, and do an embargo on Russian oil. Uh, they already cut off Russian coal a while ago. Um, if, and this is very, very difficult to do because Europe is extremely reliant on Russian oil, In particular Germany. Yeah, Germany. Germany. Uh, I think thirty. What was it? A, a huge chunk of their. I don't want to get the wrong number. No, it's um, okay. It's like thirty-four percent or something of their oil comes from uh, Russia. Um, but if they were able to cut that off, that's over forty percent of the Russian budget. Um, and so there are people who believe that if that was cut off, that the war would end. You know, 
in a month or two. Like they would not be able that Putin would not be able to keep going. Now, there's a separate issue of what happens when he gets extremely even more alienated and feels like he has nothing to lose and he has nukes. I don't want to think about that. But like this appears to be something that the European Union is like ready to do and put forward probably over a period of months they can't just cut off a huge chunk of their oil right away but like all all of this this plan this increased dependence on russia for oil when i mean just across the world every country the dependence on oil 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 when we need to be moving away from it but now you're in this position where they depend on russia there's nothing that they can really do with this dependence um well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, the... because also when you when you remove that. So, OK, what that effect does to the, to the European economy? Well, that's then outsized. That's like a shockwave across the world and again, affects just people and their everyday lives. Yes, yeah, the uh, complicated nature of being uh, an entire planet and having a global market and all this interconnectedness where we rely on each other's different resources and then suddenly well but now you're doing war crimes i think they should i think they should do this i think they should cut off russian oil but that's also easy for me to say as someone who will be much less affected by it than uh someone in europe with all this the interconnectedness it's just in the in the face of these like atrocities that are being committed i don't know (laughs) <laughs> like obviously if there was a better solution we'd we'd say it right i mean and then meanwhile there's the increased potential of famously neutral sweden and finland um deciding to join nato because of all this which is very understandable you know given these the circumstances um but how does that escalate things cuz putin's already threatening nuclear escalation if that were to happen sooner i mean that's that i don't know i don't know where we go from here you also can't stop them from joining nato (laughs) and then donald trump uh was on sean hannity and um uh was shown sean asked donald trump to comment he was showing bodies in the street and he refused to comment on it he refused to say yeah he was much more vocal when he was talking about the windmills so the windmills are killing well they kill the birds like bald eagles and many great eagles guys i don't want to keep talking about this i think i want to talk about some other terrible things happening here oh good okay let's do some terrible awful state bills jonathan i'm gonna let you talk us through some of this yeah there's some terrible bills the in the world that or uh, specifically this country our world uh oh yeah our world uh our country um, the Oklahoma House last week passed a complete abortion ban. Um, the state Senate passed this same bill last year and the House put it on the agenda kind of out of the blue last week. The, uh, the governor of Oklahoma signed a complete abortion ban uh, this week. Th- that's uh, unconstitutional <laughs> currently. It's unconstitutional. it's unconstitutional for the next couple of months. Um, uh, yeah, he made performing an abortion except to save the life of a, a pregnant woman in a medical emergency, a felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison. And then then today, uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida signed his own 15 week abortion ban into law. Um, so it's just ramping up now. They're they're signing these bills left and right in anticipation of um, uh, Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade and presumably Planned Parenthood v. Casey, uh, this, uh, this summer. Um, One thing I want to note about this specific situation in Oklahoma um, is that Oklahoma had become a bit of a haven for Texas women seeking abortions ever since Texas passed its you know, six-week ban. Um, appointments already are booked weeks in advance in Oklahoma. So... This this is the thing. This is that's happening, folks. The thing we've been talking about. Yeah, I don't know if um obviously the the ACLU has already said they're filing law. Like as soon as these bills get passed, they're like we're filing lawsuits, but we're really just in a holding pattern. Um, I, I think until I think until the SCOTUS ruling on the Mississippi bill, uh, in June, and then then we kind of wait to see like what's the <laughs> we're going to be like what's the plan now, um, and the plan may be just 
hope you live in a state that's not going to ban, you know, reproductive care. Um, yeah, it's really depressing. Uh, I think the, what's also tough is I, I like tried to look into the very specifics of the Mississippi bill. Like, okay, if they're moving it from 22 weeks to 15 weeks, how do they get away with that? How is that constitutional? Like trying to really understand the, the legal pretzel of this whole thing. And I think, you know, not a constitutional scholar here. I think what they're doing is just trying to change that viability standard or even suggesting, and this is something that's in Planned Parenthood v. Casey, is that um, they said in Planned Parenthood v. Casey in 1992, they were like, well, technology might improve in the future to, to where a fetus could be viable pre that 24 weeks. Um, and so I think they're arguing like other, you know, whether it's fetal heartbeat at six weeks, you know, that thing or something else, some other benchmark that happens at around 15 weeks by saying, you know, we, we think the viability standard can change because of this X, Y, and Z thing that we now know happens in a fetus. Um, which is just very, I mean, it's just very dangerous and bad um, that they're going to find, like, basically a legal loophole to control people. Yeah, that's the um, yeah. Right. Like, it seems like the Republican Party and the Republican legal strategy is just all based on loopholes. Like, oh, we're going to make it so you can sue people instead of just making something illegal, right? Like, it's... Yeah, it's, it's loopholes just, and, like, slowly sort of pushing the boundary and seeing how much... Um, how far you can take it. Yeah. How people don't notice it happening, that slow creep. And it's just, yeah, it's now it's happening every week to the point where we're kind of used to it. Like, oh, some governor mm -hmm. signed some ban and we're not like, well, well, there we go. Guess we're going to have to fight it. Let's talk about some other stuff. Shall we? The excitement is palpable. Oh, okay. I can't wait. Okay. Is it also okay. bad? Is it also we bad? We are going to change this ship around because Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, I bet he does. I bet he really does. I bet he does not. Hmm. Cody, you want to talk about this? This is you, your time to shine. I talk to us about Elon. I don't want to talk about it that much. Um, I mean, it's a whole series of events, right? He uh, uh, bought some so Twitter. So Wait, yeah, what? it started off at. Sorry. <laughs> what what what's, what is that? Yes. It's just very funny that um I say Cody, why don't you do it? And then oh I, I know you I, I know don't what even happened. Let you start, and I'm like want to help. Shut up, Katie. Go ahead. No, it would be fun to do a little carousel and like switch all of our roles. Yeah. Or do like every other word. So Elon <laughs> Musk is yeah. the guy. Jonathan, it was your idea. Elon Musk is the guy, Jonathan. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, you explain it. I'll shut my mouth. Well, he bought some uh, some of Twitter, um, and uh, was uh, alleged. This is all like allegedly too, because like who knows really like what he is doing or wants to do, or if he's just like trying to make make some quick cash or like. Um, but he uh, bought some of Twitter and was allegedly going to be on the board. Um, they basically laid out that. Um, it seems like they laid out like, okay, but like, you can't like be what, do what you do. You can uh, be on the board, but you can't be Elon. <laughs> right. Um, you can't like, you know, like disparage the company in, in like the ways that you seem to like to do. And, uh, you know, he's and very, you can't try to buy the company. Yeah. He's got a very tenuous relationship <laughs> with the SEC. You can't try to buy the company and all, all these sort of things. Uh, you gotta like, you know, do, let's do a background check, things like that. Um, so he announced he was not going to be on the board, but he still uh, keep his shares. And then he uh, filed to buy uh, Twitter at fifty four twenty per share, which is an epic number from the LeBacon Le man. Um, God, it's so like it's just like he smoked weed like once on Joe Rogan in his life, and like he. It's just like, is 420 really a, a hilarious number to you? Is this it's really very like, juvenile feeling. Are, are you like, you're like in your 50s and you're like, th it's just like, it's just. It's one of those like, oh, no, you think that I think it's funny. So therefore mm -hmm. it's funny. Like a, just like a, a three dimensional troll type. Thing. Right. Yeah. It's like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm doing art or something. Uh, it's just very weird and like, I don't know, uh, 
go to the moon, spend time with your kids or something. But whatever. I mean, uh, look. 5420 a share. Hilarious stuff. Yes, Katie. Look. It's not going to happen. First of all, I don't think it's going to happen. The board would have to accept his offer. And there are plenty of valid reasons for them not to. Um, and he, based on how he's abused Twitter and been fined in the past for how he's shared private information on Twitter. Um, yeah, he likes to manipulate markets. Affects, That's like what he, he wants to do. It's yeah. his game. It's like it's like. Succession. He is that douchey succession guy that's always tweeting shit. Um, um, and also, I, it's unclear yeah. how he would come up with the cash because um, most all of his money is, you know, in his companies and in the shares. And creditors would have to accept a share of Tesla stock um, to insure whatever loans, blah, blah, blah. But st- Tesla stock is volatile because of Elon Musk and how he uses Twitter. <laughs> I just feel like what it does to me, my instinct, and I could be very wrong. I don't know Elon. I've never had a conversation with the man. Um, feels almost like doing it to show the world that he can do it. Yeah, I mean, part of it is always going to be this sort of uh, ego that he has, this sort of you know, and also the disconnected narcissism that happens uh, or is enhanced when you reach a certain amount of wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, like literally, it does. Uh, do that and change who you are um, uh, and this is certainly part of it he also likes to do things that like you know I mean he uh, had that tweet where he was like should I sell my uh, uh, this stock yes or no and like the Twitter poll said yes so he did it he was planning on doing that he had to he was doing to get, it like he was doing it anyway um, and uh, so he just likes to do this kind of thing it's uh, you know, if he's okay, he's, you're, you're going to disparage Twitter for a week and then you're going to buy shares uh, uh, th- at a lower price. And then you're going to like, uh, tr- I don't know, there's, like, there's a series of events that could lead to just like him just making money off of this yeah. weird well, PR uh, week and a half of, of Twitter uh, activity. And uh, although like stock went down uh, well, for Twitter Vanguard, uh, regarding this, but right before we started re- Recording Vanguard, which is um investment portfolio place, people mm-hmm. retire retirement funds, um, have now purchased ten percent of the company. So they now are the major shareholder just as the last couple hours. Just everything's so fake and stupid. Um <laughs> I don't want to give him the attention that he so desperately craves. Uh yet- but here but here we are. <laughs> he I feel like Buddhism would really help him because he keeps doing this stuff and getting, you know, thousands of messages from the people who love him. And he's like, yes, this is what I need. Thank you. People <laughs> telling me I'm right. And then it's like every day he's like, this will finally be the one that fulfills me for mm-hmm. good. And then the next day he's like, well, I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, do I, what do I do? Maybe I'll buy more of it. Maybe I'll sell it all. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll. T- maybe I'll type fart into this box and hit right, you know, right, like whatever. <laughs> and then, like, then, then it, he just oh, seems thank God they're, they're giving me those good little feelies, those good little vibes. This will stick with me forever. This will make me feel good forever. He's like one of our most pathetic people. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It. it is, it is pathetic. Um, and even like, yeah, like what? Okay, find out, uh, find out that Grimes is like dating Chelsea Manning, maybe. And so he like starts tweeting some like anti trans stuff on on his timeline. Mm-hmm. He's just like. It's just pathetic. He's so transparent. Um, and it's very transparent. And um, it would be funny if, well, so first of all, he's framing it like he's like this free speech warrior. And I just don't think, I don't know why anybody would buy that um, based on even just like his activities. Um, I don't know if you recall when he called that British cave diver uh, 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 a pedophile. Yeah. Um, and uh he did, he gave a talk today and um a reporter uh wanted to note that uh so he's on stage he's talking about his obsession with truth which is why he wants to uh buy twitter what? um quote 4 years ago he tried to get me to write that a british cave rescuer in thailand was a quote child rapist because of false information fed to him by a fake private investigator um, he does this kind of stuff to like go after people who like disparage him, even though the guy didn't disparage him. He said, we don't need your stupid submarine. We got this. And then he was called a pedophile by Elon Musk. Um, it's just very he's just not the 
guy that he claims to be, that people seem to think he is, um, he's not going to be a free speech warrior if he buys this, uh, successfully buys this. He, there will be restrictions because even like he doesn't explain like what he thinks should happen really. And mm-hmm. when he's faced with the actual decision, like, well, what do you do with in this situation like this or situation like this? He's going to have to do like the reasonable thing that most platforms have to do. Otherwise, it's going to be your weird Nazi app. Elon, are you going to let people? I don't know. Yeah, it's all going to be if he's like, nope, no more restrictions. Everyone's on. Say whatever you want. Then it's just spam and gibberish. Exactly. All the time. Yeah. It's uh, people Nazis. Like, yeah, and yeah, and no Bitcoin one wants to scams use it. with Elon Musk's Twitter avatar, like in every you know, um, and yeah, no one's going to want to use it. There's this idea that he's this big thinker and this genius, and he'll revolutionize things, but that's just bullshit. All he's done is, I mean, he didn't found Tesla. No, he did not. Um, <laughs> it's very he invested in it. He didn't I, come up with the idea for PayPal, but he was like, "Hey, yeah. that app where you can that that like thing you guys are building where you can like pay people on the internet that sounds interesting. Here's money." Yeah. I guess not that's the idea shrewd. Guy. Um, it's fun, right? And like even that just everyone the, thinks uh, he is that he, he thinks he right. Is. He, 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 yeah, even just the like the electric car of it all. I saw there's a there's a speech, and it, Jordan Peterson likes to talk about this more than once. But talking about Elon Musk and like how incredible and like blown away he is by like this innovator and stuff. And he and it, as he's talking about it, it's so funny because it's like for, you know, for first he uh, he makes this electric car and like and like nobody thought he could do that. And he's sort of like every step of the way is like and nobody thought he could do that. And then he put he uh, uh, builds these rockets. No one thought he could do that. And then he takes one of the cars and he sends his rocket to space. And it's like incredible. And no one thought he could do it. And it's like, man, electric cars have existed for, like, more than a century. Um, we went to the moon more than 50 years ago. Like, what are you talking what about? What are you talking about? Yeah. And, and, like, not to say that, like, wow, yeah, it's, look at that, what he did. That's neat. But it's, like, not, like, mind-blowing. It's not, this is the most brilliant man in the world for being able to exactly. put an electric electric car in space and his ideas um, the ones that are his ideas are pretty bad i mean oh i mean it's obviously obvious, his tunnels are obviously a terrible idea like what is that um and selling dirt wife, to poor people uh from those tunnels that he has not revisited yet idea, but they don't work they don't work if there's a tree around starlink mm, um, that a tree great. a single tree well, um, I, those aren't going to exist very much longer, so... Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, there won't point. be any of those to interfere. I think it would be very funny if Elon Musk does indeed buy Twitter, and then everybody leaves and he loses money. Um, it Because I don't know what he's going to do to change it. I do know a lot of people hate him, and um, I also know that, like, for example, what Yahoo bought Tumblr for, like, billions of dollars and then had to sell it for like a hundred million i don't know the exact that number, would be but really that would feel good wouldn't that, that would feel be nice. like pretty funny Except that i don't feel know like, where we would i don't care i'll shit. never go online again uh that that's sacrifice sacrifice okay, i'm willing okay. to make that was a really good point and i appreciate it jonathan let's walk through some broken news uh so four u.s senators including three democrats spoke anonymously to the san francisco chronicle about California Senator Dianne Feinstein, whom they believe has a rapidly deteriorating memory and may no longer be able to reasonably do her job. Um, these senators and some other former staffers and at least one uh, Democratic member of Congress said that she has difficulty keeping up with conversations. The one senator said they were shocked at having to reintroduce themselves to Feinstein multiple times yeah. during a meeting that lasted several hours. Uh, that that might have been a, a congressperson or a staffer, but um, and this is really you know this is really sad because memory it loss is, sad. Is, a, is a sad and devastating thing it, for for elderly people for their families. But you know they shouldn't be in office. Yeah, it's rough. It's it is sad. It's it's a delicate situation, but not as delicate as I think people seem to think it is. Because um, she needs it's to retire. Per- it, well, it's personally sad. Um, my Grandma had dementia and it's very, very sad. If she was a senator, I would have suggested that she stop being a senator. Well, a long um, time ago, honestly, because what she's doing is probably not healthy for her brain and for her body. No, and her, like, like, yeah, it's like on a personal level, it's not healthy for her this. or good for her. The stress exacerbates it and things like that. But also obviously not good for the state or the country. 
um, or like the state of politics in general, if we continue to ignore this kind of thing, I don't think it's like it's not insensitive to say, yeah, you can't be a senator anymore. This is not acceptable. Um, It's uh, also this was reported a couple of years ago. Not this exact report. Exactly. Was, like there are new quotes about yeah, it. Yeah, the New York stories. A but we, but yeah. we have been um, aware that she has some sort of cognitive decline for a while. But it's always a whispered thing, um, and it's just a very important conversation because the vast majority of the people that we have serving for us in Congress are old. <laughs> mm. Our president is old, and. It's very difficult for young people, the people that we desperately need, the different opinions and voices to to um, be elected and to serve. And once they do, they are shut down by the gatekeepers. Um, and I'm not trying to make this an attack on Diane Feinstein. What she's going through is hard. She needs to not be working. She's 88 years old. It's time to yeah. rest. It's um, time to stop. It, you know, you're not helping anybody. Yeah, I just yourself. don't. There's like an element of like, if you're... Before any of this stuff. Before this, yes. Re- go, 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 relax. You did it. You're like she's also worth ninety point? million dollars. That's oh my what? god. She's one of the wealthiest members. Of, she's worth ninety million dollars. She's got more millions than she has years. That's too and much. And she's got a lot of years. And just like go enjoy your ninety million dollars. She um, can't. And there's so many people. Like again, like and it's not. It's completely reasonable to want um, your representative body to represent the population. Um, The current state of Congress is like, I think, like, there are like 32 millennials in Congress, like like House and the Senate. Um, uh, 298 boomers, (laughs) uh, 38 members of the silent generation. Um, It's just... That's a lot, and I think this is a pretty good indicator that maybe it's not good for... And, like, I, I've even seen, like, excuses about this. Like, well, actually, like, most senators rely on their staffers. Like, 90% of the work the senator does is because is from their staffers. It's like, well, yeah, okay. That's not good either, but... No, it isn't. Like, but they should be able to take they, what the they, staffers are saying, make are, an informed decision yeah, for their right. votes. And not get irritable and well, things like that. Who is making an argument for Dianne Feinstein in this situation? Get out of here. Yeah. Nancy the Pelosi. Staffers, the mm. sta- the, right. But the staffers do all that work. You need someone up there who can articulate them and, and absorb remember and, like, and yeah. absorb them and knows what you're fighting for. <sighs> Maybe get in us- solidarity, Chuck Grassley should retire. We should yeah. call on Chuck Grassley yeah. to retire in solidarity right now to keep it even. That's a, that's a good idea. I think that's fair. All right, Jonathan, um, one more broken news. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I I like how I had to pitch this one to you because I was not sure if a Javelina story counted <laughs> as a boar story. I think we oh, decided that it does. It does. Um, I think so. Yeah, a wild Javelina, uh, which is like a... A fancy name for boar. Yeah, it's like a peccary or a skunk pig uh, in Arizona... <laughs> got stuck inside of a car while trying to reach a bag of Cheetos. Um, According to the sheriff's office, when the javelina got into the car, the hatch shook closed, trapping the animal. The javelina licked the Cheeto bag crumbless and made an unsuccessful attempt to escape. It also knocked the car into neutral, causing it to (gasps) drift out of its driveway and across the street. Everyone's okay. No one was hurt. They, they were able to open the door and the Havelina escaped skunk. safely in, back into the wilderness. Rascal. Mm. Hmm. They're getting stronger. They're getting smarter. They are mobilizing. Is what I have to say. Sometimes I will. I'm warning I, you. I do feel the need to push back a little bit about this being a bore necessarily. I believe peccaries are not uh, in the same family. Uh, I don't know the exact details, but a skunk um, I will pig. Look, uh, colloquially, they call it a skunk pig. Oh, okay. Um, it is a hoofed animal, but I don't know if it's necessarily within the same family that we're talking about. While peccaries resemble pigs, they are not pigs. So, I I just think that um, we need to recognize our true enemy, the boars. Um, okay. So this is a distraction. This is a distraction. Yeah. Just, he or she just wanted. Some snacks. <laughs> and we shouldn't um, 
had a, had a boar. Got he sure got into himself in. He or she got well, into the pickle. Well, had a boar gotten in the car, then it would have gone in neutral, and then it would have gone in drive, and then the boar would have driven <laughs> the car into you know. I guess that's uh, how we know what it is. Exactly. Um, Guys, I think we've done it. I think we did it. Stay this safe has out been there, a show. Folks. Stay safe out there, folks. Um, we talked. We had some laughs. A lot about some, non-laughs. Had some laughs, some gaffs, some other Waps. word that rhymes with no. that. Yeah. Mm. Some staffs. Okay, guys. Some staffers. Some, I, oh, I had snacks. I had and a lot snacks. of snacks. I had a whole little thing of cashews. During this? You were eating cashews yeah. this whole time? I also what? had a protein bar. The, the fuck? I have had a whole meal while at work. This whole time? This whole time. What the hell? I hadn't even, t- I hadn't even turned my camera off yet, guys. Like, I ate uh, my entire snacks um, before I had to turn off my camera. Damn. We were just so focused, I guess. I was, yeah, I was distracted by the news. The really good news is You only on. have eyes for the news. Mm. Guys, this has been fun. We're done. <laughs> I gotta run. <laughs> Uh, Remember though that we that cla- that classic ending <laughs> much. <laughs>